Hi there, beautiful souls. I'm thrilled to welcome you to the enchanting world of traditional medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your guide on this journey, Jimena Garcia. And in this captivating podcast, we embark on a journey to explore the depths of self-discovery through the magic of traditional medicine. Sit back, relax, and let's uncover the mysteries of plant medicine together. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm so excited for this year, what is going to bring last year is when we started this podcast, and I honestly didn't know the journey that it was going to take me to, and let me tell you, having a podcast, being consistent, recording, creating content, getting people to come on um, <laughs> in the midst of like wars and all so many things is such a great accomplishment. So uh, for all of you that are listening that, you know, it's a new year, just get really excited for what you're going to create in this new year. And also take a moment, if you didn't do that at the end of the year, to look back on your 2023 and just celebrate your wins. So with all that being said, before we start, I'm going to light some Palo Santo incense from the jungle because this episode is a very special one and we got to clear the space because the two individuals that come here sometimes they have a little bit of a insidiousness in them no I'm kidding wow. I'm just joking I just, I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally uh, kidding you're talking about I'm Gonzalo actually... right <laughs> 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 no, I'm talking about you, Eduardo. Oh. <laughs> but no, uh, actually, the reason why I'm doing this is because um, this episode, um, it's an episode that I wanted to create, and I brought these two particular people on because very recently, on November 23rd of 2023, uh, the three of us head into the jungle uh, to work with ayahuasca. Um, I facilitated and Eduardo and Gonzalo sat with the medicine. And I don't think I have done an episode yet where I bring guests that have just recently recently come out, out of the jungle and work with the medicine and for them to share the experience of how it was like for them to go through this whole journey. Eduardo was his first time. Gonzalo, he's one of our fellow facilitators at the space. So this time he got to experience what it's like to be a client and not a facilitator. So I want to light up this Palo Santo to invite the spirit of the jungle, to invite the spirit of Palo Santo into the space and kick us off into this amazing, fun, playful, insightful, educational episode. Because I'm telling you guys, this is going to be pretty funny. So you do not want to miss out because Gonzalo and Eduardo are like a peat in a pot. They <laughs> feed from each other. They're so funny. I told them that I was going to call this episode uh, The Chef, The Loco, and The Witch. But that's not going to be the name. We'll figure it out <laughs> later. So just give me five seconds and I'm going to light this up. Okay, so with that completed, before we begin, let's, <laughs> for those of you that are listening, the smoke is blowing and my guests on the camera are trying to get the smoke through cybernets into their space. So it's pretty funny. Um, so why don't we start with introducing our amazing guests. So let's start with Eduardo. Who are you? What do you do? And what had you interested in going down to the middle of nowhere to sit with this powerful medicine? Hi, everyone. First of all, thank you, Fiona, for having me today here. Uh, my name is Eduardo. My friends call me Lalo. I prefer Lalo, actually. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm a chef. So I'm, I'm a private chef, a cook for families. That's what I do now. Um, I love like personal growth and you know personal development, and I've been doing it since I was like 18. 
And recently, I just discovered, you know, medicine ayahuasca, actually, through Jimena. It was actually, like, almost two years ago. And I was going to go to do ayahuasca two years ago, but I didn't, didn't, didn't go for some reason. You know, it wasn't meant to be. I didn't feel called. A friend of mine asked me to go with her. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. But I didn't go. Um, I think things happen for a reason all the time. You know, there is always a reason. And at that time, I was in kind of like an eager to go. Uh, last year, last year, Jimena said like, hey, by the way, we were talking. I mean, this was like, uh, we were talking. We always kind of like uh, keep in contact. And I was like, hey, how are you? Great. How oh, are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to the jungle. And I always heard that, you know, over and over our, uh, in our conversations. And I would say, what do you mean going to the jungle? One day I asked, and then she said, yeah, I mean, I'm going to the jungle because, you know, like I'm going to serve medicine. I was like, really? Was, and then she started explaining, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she mentioned um, ayahuasca. She said, like, actually, I'm having a, a retreat these days. And I don't know, just something in me was like, go, go, go. And then I said, and she said, if you want to go, let's go. And I was like, yeah, sure. And she's like, yes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so she sent me information, all of that. So that's how I, I, I uh, got into that. And um, it's funny you ask, like, you know, why did I wanted to do it? And honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say, oh, I wanted to do it because of this. I didn't know what I was. I wanted to do it. I think I just felt called to do it because, and I never done this in my life. Kind of like, oh, I feel called to do things, you know. But I guess the past year I've been doing a lot of work with, you know, my personal self, but more more from from the heart, from the spirit side, that kind of my intuition is being kind of like uh, showing up more. So now I kind of like feel like when things are kind of right for me and things like that. So I just felt inclined to to attend and to say yes to that. And then like here we are after that ceremony. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you. And, you know, um, I tell my listeners a lot that I did an episode on how do you know when to do ayahuasca? And one of the biggest things is the call. There is there is definitely a call um, that is intuitively felt. Um, it can You can feel it in your heart or some people hear about it a lot. But eventually there is like a call that draws you towards doing it. I don't think that if you don't feel that call, I don't think you should do it because that that sets a different stage for your ceremony than when you don't have it. So thank you for that because that's really, really powerful. And, and that just um, aligns with what I've been sharing with my listeners. So that's great. So thank you. And Gonzalo. Um, who are you, uh, what do you do and what had you go to the jungle and do ayahuasca? So my name is Gonzalo Hernandez. I'm an operations manager and what had me go to the jungle? It was a multitude of things. None, I was going to be at that retreat no matter what, but however, the door opened to sit with the medicine and I was and I was like, okay, that's one, that's a wonderful opportunity. Great. However, a part of me was also deathly terrified because of previous experiences. <laughs> so I was like, shoot, do I really, really want to do this? And then I started asking myself, okay, why don't I want to do this? As opposed to why mm. do I? And I'm like, okay, because I'm afraid of this because I don't want that to happen. And then I'm like, the more I started breaking apart those parts of myself, I'm like, okay, I probably should lean into this because mm. I'm like, great. I'm noticing my own resistance. I'm noticing my own fear. And that's not healthy to have one within myself Two, to put that out into the world. And three, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of stagnation and stuck in motion within me at the moment. I'm like, I should probably work on all of those things. Wow. So I, I found something really interesting. And one of the things that I want to open the space for is since it's the three of us, um, I want to make this a conversation. So I want all of us to, you know, ask questions, get curious, and let's just make this like a conversation like the ones that we had in Peru. Um, so Gonzalo, and you said something really interesting. And you said, instead of asking yourself the question, why you want to do this, you ask yourself, why don't I want to do this? 
And as you know, as we all know here in the podcast, right, we have empowering questions and disempowering questions. And disempowering questions are very dense. They're really, really like they really kind of have a much more, at least in my experience, a denser impact in our being uh, because like how heavy they can be. And how do you shift yourself from asking yourself that question of like, why do I don't want to do this to like, wait, hold on. Like, what was the thing that kind of like clicked that you were like, yeah, I shouldn't ask myself that question. I should ask myself a different question. So I don't feel the heaviness of it. For me, it's very easy to lean, lean into like what I want to do and like all the positives in life. It's very easy for me to like look for those things. So then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm noticing that this is going to be a hard thing and I don't want to do it, which I hadn't experienced, especially with plant medicine. It, it, I only experienced it one other time. And it was when somebody, the old facilitator I used to work with, he asked me or he told me, he's all like, you're not afraid. He's like, you inherited this fear. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, I know for a fact I inherited this fear right now. So I'm like, what am I afraid of? And I had to go more into like the denseness and I had to go into the denseness to break it apart to then make it easier and lighter for me because I'm like, okay, I don't want to acknowledge this. I'm not leaning into it. I'm like, so I should probably do that because if I'm, if I try to make it such a wonderful light experience, I'm like, yes, I know all the benefits of what the medicine could do for me, but I'm like, that's not what I need in this moment. Thank you for that. And to give our listeners more context of what we are already giving, um, Gonzalo, what was your experience before this particular ceremony in plant medicine? So they know about your experience and your background. And then Eduardo, I would love for you to share because both of you are polar opposites when it comes to the experience. So, which is great because it gives our listeners an insight into what it's like to step into this world when you have no background whatsoever. And then for someone that has so much background and then a step into this world the way that he did. So please, if you don't mind. So early, like actually no, like late teen years, I think it was maybe 20 at the time, 20 years, who knows at this point. But I was blessed to study under a seventh generation shaman and he was a wonderful individual. We had some great learnings like, at the time, an old partner wanted to like be more of a medicine woman. He's like, great, if she needs to learn, you're going to need to learn as well. So that one, you protect yourself. And two, so that you can protect the people around you. So I'm like, great, let's do it. So it was almost, it, it was a wonderful opportunity that presented itself to me. And I'm like, great, I'm blessed, I'm grateful. I'll walk this door because I, I felt the call. and. What happened the last, and a lot of people don't know this. I've actually never shared this publicly. I've maybe shared this with like eight people tops. I ended up sitting with ayahuasca. And at the end of the ceremony, I hit a depression. Life didn't feel real to me. I could put like my two fingers together like this, and it would feel like it's this far apart. And it felt like I had like a VR lenses. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, Okay, I'm living a simulation of the life of Gonzalo Hernandez. I'm like, but this doesn't feel real. The colors look grayer and life wasn't as potent and as fun as it normally was. And it wasn't until, and I went like that for a few months and then I broke down in my kitchen because I was just stuffing it down because I'm like, shoot, I can't be that one person who went crazy. I was like, I can't be the person who went crazy during ayahuasca because if not, like, what's it going to, what are people going to say about me? <laughs> what are people going to say about me? What's my family going to think? What, like, what are all the questions and answers that are like, or all the stipulations that are going to come? I'm like, I, I don't want to become a statistic. So I just suppressed it for a while. I broke down in my kitchen one day. Shout out to my wonderful friend, Joe, for literally like giving me so much love and compassion in that moment. And then I just went through life for like the next month. We ended up having a retreat in... Joshua Tree, and I sat with Gambo that day. And you told me, Gonzalo, you told me you never shared this with anybody, right? You were living just in this limbo by yourself, right? Yep, I was living in this limbo by myself. That was crazy, with man. And so, yeah, I was. Uh, this was eating at me alive, and I'm like, cool, I can't share this with anyone because, again, didn't want to be that person. 
Yeah. And so then the medicine, then I'm sitting with Campbell and Joshua Tree and I started sobbing. I remember like looking at the, it, it was like, I'm looking my, through my eyes, it looked almost like a movie where I'm like, huh, I'm like, the colors are getting brighter. And I'm like, and then I saw like these, I don't know, some type of grass thing out in the distance and it was just blowing. And I'm like, huh, I'm like, that looks lovely. And then shortly after, of course, a purge came and then it was very emotional. But then I'm like, I feel like me again. And I don't know what, I don't know what was attached. I don't know at the time what could have been the lesson. I still sit with it from time to time. However, it was just beautiful to feel alive and vibrant. And again, it was like a color shift where the colors are gray. And now there's like a full vibrance to it. And that's basically what happened to me the last time I did ayahuasca. I was in a very uncomfortable spot and I didn't want to be in that again this time around. So that's why there was quite a bit of resistance. But for you guys know this, you were there. But like 10 minutes into the ceremony starting, I, I ended up like calling for Jimena. I'm like, Jimena. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, my body's disintegrating. <laughs> Yeah. And I was super uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, is it about to be a repeat of last mm-hmm. time? And I'm like, and she's like, it's okay. And I kept telling myself, like, I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm protected. And then I'm like, great. I'm like, I called for this. I asked for this. And so mm-hmm. then I asked, I asked myself, I'm like, what's my intention? I'm like, to remove the stagnation and like stuck emotion in my body. So I'm like, great. Maybe parts, Maybe I'm feeling the disintegration of that. I'm like, that's the emotion of what's alive in my body. Maybe I'm just unconscious to it. Mm. So I just surrendered to it. And then I'm like, man, this sucks. And I remember hearing from the medicine. I'm like, you do this to yourself sometimes. You jump into things and you don't even know what exactly it is that you're like jumping into. Mm. And then I'm like, wow. And like, I I felt like a five-year-old in that moment where I'm like, wow, I really do do this to myself. And I just- Can I say something there? Yeah, please. I, I think what, what you said about like you just sometimes you just jump because I think that's what I did. I just jumped right into like, you know, I remember, even my dad sent me videos about ayahuasca because I told him and he sent me two YouTube videos. He's like, what's ayahuasca and all of these, you know, and he's like, look at them, look at them. He wasn't scared, you know, it's like, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, I was just like, yeah. But the point being is that I jumped just like that. You know, I felt, you know, but I jumped. And then you already knew, you, you already experienced it. But mm-hmm. um, I think when you just you just jump into it, having someone like Jimena and the team there that, you know, supports you. Because I don't know how was your first experience, if it was the same as, you know, doing, doing it with Shaman Flora. But, like, for me, having someone that is for me there all the time and, He's always like guiding me and answering my questions. And because I got a lot of questions like, oh, what is this? And why are we going to do that? And what's the intention setting? And why do you know what's important and all that? Uh, For me, the experience, I mean, it was amazing. It was beautiful. But obviously for you, I don't know how was your first experience. If it was the same or if someone hold your hand or if someone was there all the time, all of this. But I mean, I guess if you're going to jump by yourself for all the listeners, and you, because you feel cold, or you want to even experiment, and you're, but you are confident that you, you don't have, kind of like ayahuasca. For me, it's not, it's not gonna solve your life, right? You're gonna solve your life, and you're gonna put the work in. That's different, you know. It's kind of like you're gonna work with it. You're gonna become one with the, with the, the medicine. Um, so if you want that and you want to experiment, just go with someone that actually is gonna care about you, you know, and then yeah, it's gonna hold the space for you. I think that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And in no way, shape, or form, in the past, like the previous people I worked with, like this is, I'm not, I don't mean to throw them under the bus. It's more like, again, I I held that within myself so I couldn't be helped. Mm. And that's also something I want to preface because I held that in and nobody knew. Mm. Mm. Whereas now I'm like, no, this needs to come out. And like, that's why immediate, like, I've had a few instances where just acknowledging I'm uncomfortable gives me the comfort. Now I just acknowledge it. I'm uncomfortable right now in medicine. And I'm like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Like this buckle up. The journey's just beginning. 
So it was like, okay, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I could acknowledge it. And after I acknowledged it, the rest of the time I was good. Because if I tried fighting, no, I'm not uncomfortable. No, I'm not uncomfortable trying to like white knuckle it. I'm like, no, this is going to suck. Because if I fight the spirit of the medicine in the realm of the medicine, I'm going to lose. It's going to be way more miserable. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I'm in your house. I came to you. I have a question for Gonzalo. Shoot. So with all that being said, right, you had that experience before here in the States with Aya, and then you got the opportunity to do it in the jungle. Would you do it again here in the States in the way that you did it back then? No, I probably wouldn't. I love the jungle. I love the way... I, I love the jungle just in general. I feel a sense of love and joy and like home when I'm there. And no, kind of like before, there's a, if I want to learn martial arts in like the 1400s, I'd go to like Far East China to go to the home of the grandmaster to be like, hey, I come to you, I, I seek to learn. So now it's like a great, I'm coming to you, to your home, I seek to learn. There's a humility aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I would now do it in the jungle. And then on top of that, having like, different animals they're or like they're different frequencies at times just help heal and it's like hey i'm about to turn it on on you like get ready and then just feeling that i'm like okay this is why they do it here this is why the shipivos work the way they do and that's why now i don't think i'd do it anywhere else but the home of the medicine Hmm. And what do you will say was the biggest difference between the ceremony that you did here in the States to the ceremony that you did in the jungle? Of course, being in the jungle, being in the States, that is a huge difference. So that's a given. Um, so more so like the process, like did you guys played music? Was there light? Like We played music and there was a fire. Mm. Whereas people style, we were in the dark in the middle of the jungle. And it was just us sitting back straight respectfully to the medicine. And also tying it back to when I felt out of control, I'm like, I didn't feel like the entire time I knew that the maestra was driving the boat, per se, or driving the car. So I'm like, I just need to buckle up, keep myself alive, and just breathe. I'm like, she's going to drive me wherever I need to go. I'm like, mm. I, I just need to keep myself alive and not freak out and breathe. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm just going to breathe. And whereas like at times I felt out of control and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm out of control, but I still feel safe. Mm. I'm like, I know that she's steering the boat where I need to go. And again, I'm a lot older now. I'm a lot wiser. And like, I've been around this a lot more. So therefore I could ask different questions and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely safe. I'm like, I could. I fully understand I'm surrendered to the person facilitating. Um, like wherever she wants to take me or, and wherever the medicine wants to take me is where I'm going to go. Thank you. That was all very insightful. I appreciate that. And Eduardo, for you, you're like the polar opposite. You never, <laughs> like you haven't even done weed. Like you're like <laughs> clean as, as a baby's when <laughs> Only one time. Just alcohol. Only one time Not I even have cigarettes. gotten drunk. No cigarettes, you, no. Because you also you also experienced mapacho, so you got to oh, experience yeah. mapacho, right? So, like for someone that you know is is, is a virgin in this market, mm -hmm. uh, it didn't go for like the light <laughs> things. They went for like the hardcore stuff, which I is know. ayahuasca. So, um, how was that for you? Your first night? I know my brother. <laughs> he he smokes weed, and then he told me, "What are you doing ayahuasca?" I was like, are you going to the top of the top? I was in, what do you, what do you call it? I was in Genic. Yeah, that. Yeah, I was <laughs> And I was like, yeah. But I did because I mean the same, right? I, I guess I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But yeah, I mean, it was unexpected because I didn't, like, like you said, I haven't, like, I didn't smoke, I haven't smoked weed, uh, tobacco once when I was 15, just my friend of mine gave me a little bit and I smoked it and then I started uh, coughing and I was like, what is this? I was like, why are you smoking this? You're just burning your money. <laughs> I was like, you're crazy. I was like, no, no, no. And I never, ever again smoked something else, you know? 
Um, mm-hmm. And then alcohol, yeah, alcohol, just wine. I like wine, you know, and also I cook, so I love to to taste. But no, I'm not like even like tequila or mezcal, like every day, like maybe one in, once in a month or that's too much, you know, maybe a few times per year. More wine, no? But um, so kind of like going with my body like that, very, I think that even helped in the experience. I mean, I might think that I even helped because I wasn't too, I didn't have a lot of substances in my body, probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, kind of saying that because I just believe, you know, that when your body is cleaner, uh, your mind is cleaner, right? Because you don't have right. a lot of things going on. So, yeah. Um, but when you told me like, yeah, I just like the mapacho, connect to it. And I was like, what is this? It's like, you said, talk about, like, I don't know how to do this. And I say, how do I do it? <laughs> right. You're like, no, just don't pass. it. just like hold it and then release it. So it's funny story. I was telling my wife, uh, actually yesterday we were in the bed and then I was sharing my experience. Um, and then I said, yeah, I was afraid because I needed to go to my tambo for like 10 minutes, walk in the darkness with my only, my lamp, my headlamp. And I would go like, <laughs> the first day I was going like that, it sounded like, <laughs> I was like everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Just to go. And I actually finished the mapacho right before I got there. I was like, oh my God. I'm, and I, was, wow. I started walking faster. <laughs> and I, Cause I was like, this, you know, I was like, I need to be protected. But then after like the third day, then I felt like safe and I felt connected to everything. I think it was after the first ceremony. Um, mm. So I was telling her that it wasn't, it wasn't the same experience. Now I had the mapacho with me, but, and then I lighted and I was like, still I felt fear because of, you know, the un- un- unexpected that can happen, you know, in the jungle or, you know, the, the animals are there that I don't even know what, you know, what animals are there. Uh, I think it's just imagination. Ah, uh, but it was different. When I was walking, then I was able to look up and then I was just like, oh, hear the sounds and everything. And I was just being present there a little bit more. Uh, but I definitely didn't experience that, that so much fear. So that was for Mapacho. And with the medicine, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. I didn't know what to expect uh, when I took it. It took me into this trip, then I started feeling a little bit dizzy, but it was the first time. I mean, all, all the times were, were great experiences for me. I never, like, suffer or anything. I mean, I did purge and then take something out, you know. I don't know what it was, but, and I feel lighter afterwards. But, yeah, the first experience was just glorious. Like, I felt so happy. I was with mm-hmm. my mouth open like this. I was like, ah, just smiling like but he's smiling so much like ah and it's funny because the other day I took a photo of me with my wife and with my mother-in-law and I realized that I was opening more my mouth and I, I mean this is just things that I, I don't do often I smile often I like to smile but like lately kind of like my body is it does things like more naturally mm-hmm. you know when I smile I smile like I smile and it's like huge smiles uh, when I do something like with my body. It's like it's more, I'm not trying to control it, you know, kind of like, oh, oh, I mean, and this is because I wanted to kind of like always had in my mind, like, oh, what other people going to think about me, you know, mm-hmm. and these kind of things. And because of my intention was to heal my inner child when I went in and with the medicine. And I have realized a lot of changes because I think my inner child now is I don't feel that much, you know, that inclined to kind of like one way. Maybe I forgive myself, you know. Also, I, maybe I got into my heart. I cannot say what specifically it was because I would be lying to the audience, right? You know, they're listening. Right. Because I don't have a way to prove it. Um, but I just felt like, feel like this now. I'm just feel more, more authentic to myself because now I'm not constantly thinking. What are they going to think? Yeah, the, the thought, it crossed my mind. It crosses my mind. But now I'm like, this is me, you know, like kind of trying to speak from my heart. So right. overall, that was kind of like the, the experience I had for the first time. That's amazing. And, and what a gift, I think, for both of you. Um, there is something that 
um, for those of you that are listening, Gonzalo is my partner. Um, so we we not only I'm not I wasn't only his facilitator, but we mm -hmm. live together. So um, now now that we've been back. Uh, I've noticed, I noticed things that have gone on with Gonzalo. Um, and, you know, Eduardo, you just said something that brought back the maestra to my mind. She said to the both of you, she said, first of all, this is not a quick fix, right? It's mm -hmm. a process. It takes time. And yeah. when you, when you leave the jungle, you're going to start noticing changes. You're going to start noticing memories that are going to come in, uh, behaviors that are going to shift. And, Um, the other day, um, in the past couple of, I mean, it's been a week for Christ's sake since we got back. Right. So it's, it's just no, a more. week. No, this Saturday was a week. Oh, since we Saturday, came back. yeah, this Saturday. So it's been a week, uh, since we got back. So it hasn't been that long. So last week, uh, with Gonzalo, every time I, I did something and I said something, he would laugh. And I'm like, what are you laughing about? I was like, are you laughing at me? And then, and then he's been having like a out, out, outburst of emotion of like anger or frustration or just like outburst. Um, and I'm just noticing. And of course I'm, I'm, the, I'm in the receiving end. So I sometimes forget that he did ayahuasca. And, and then the other day he said to me, he said, I need you to understand that after the ceremony, I have become much open to feel my emotions. Uh, so I, I, I feel joy and I just want to laugh and I just laugh because it's just funny. And I just like what you said, Eduardo, like, you know, like that smile and like, I'm learning how to honor my emotions in a way that they're just natural and authentic. And sometimes mm -hmm. they just come out in a way that, um, I'd never allowed them before. So, you know, it aligns so much with what you're saying, Eduardo, that both of you are going through that process of feeling deeper because sadly in in i will say across the world but i'm going to speak directly to the latin community because we are all latin um men were taught to not feel their emotions to not embrace um uh, you know their authenticity of their vulnerability and intimacy their sadness their rage their fear everything right so like if you tame one side of your emotions the same thing is going to happen to the other side. You can't just not tame one. You will tame everything. And both of you, when with your intention of healing your inner child and, and release the wounds from that time, um, I'm assuming that right now what both of you are going through, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of like that overflow of, of feelings that are coming in and, and like feeling at the deepest level that you probably haven't felt before because you didn't even know that you could feel that deeply until now. So, you know, just, just the maestro told you that within the days, you guys were going to start seeing a shift and a change of consciousness and being. And Eduardo, you just saying that and Gonzalo sharing that with me, it seems like that is being the case within the last week. Yeah, more or less. Eduardo, speaking on that, I actually have a question for you. Mm -hmm. You What's mentioned your inner child. How have you noticed, one, the expression, and two, a child could be very volatile. How have you been, have you noticed yourself being very volatile in any way, shape, or form? Hmm. That's, a, that's a very interesting question. Um, something that I have noticed uh, in these past days is that I... I still feel a lot of emotions. Like, I, I mean, I still feel all the emotions, but I feel them like they, they, they are, they're increased, you know, like, like you mean, I said, when I feel happiness, I feel lots of happiness and lots of joy. But what I, I feel when I feel anger, I mean, I don't really feel much anger, but I have felt more like maybe judge. You know, mm -hmm. when I'm trying to get in there, I actually not, don't get in there. Actually, that's this is very uh, interesting. I feel it or I see it, you know, the emotion coming. And then I'm like, oh, why am I going to feel this? You know, and then kind of like before I get into that, I'm like, no, I don't have to feel like that. There's another mm -hmm. way because I remember <laughs> we just moved into a new apartment. And then right. my wife, she's like, oh, we're going to do this and that. And then when I got here the first day, 
I was like, no, why do you want to do it like that? No, how do you know that? You know, I started resisting and I was like mm. right away. And then I was like, but then something, it was like, hmm, where are you feeling right now? Like, why are you experiencing this? You know, like, what is it? You just got here. From retreat, you were very peaceful and then you get here. And then maybe it's just reality, you know, it's just like, boom, it just, you know, another energy because obviously her energy is coming to mine and then she's right here. And then maybe I didn't feel comfortable. And then I right away kind of like was reacting, but then I bring myself into the same, into my center, you know, or into my heart. And now I speak a lot from my heart. I never said that in my life, like the heart, because mm-hmm. I guess I wasn't connected and I didn't know. So now when I'm, for, to answer your question, I guess when I feel more like the child, the want to do everything the way that he wants, and you know, I always want like, okay, come to the heart. Yeah, child, come to the heart. You know, it's like, okay, is that what you want? It's like, um, good for also the people that you're around, you know? Because in this case, I don't live alone, you know? I live with my wife. So it's like, are you treating her like with respect, you know, with love, with kindness, with compassion. And mm. Because we had a, an actually intense conversation just last week. And, and I went out the way that I always do. So because mm. I'm very direct, so I was like, hey, I'm more this, 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 and this. Why are you not da, 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 da? And then suddenly something is like, hey, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, it's true. And then I obviously, I also, I saw her reaction, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. her face kind of telling me like, you're hurting me. And wow. then suddenly something came here and I was like, why am I hurting someone that I love? Wow. I'm like, I shouldn't be like that. And then I said, why am I not talking to her with compassion, with kindness, with serenity, with love? And then I I breathe and I'm like, get into my heart. And I'm like, how can I say this in my heart? And I say, Amor, what I'm trying to say, and even my voice changed. I said, what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is the way I feel. And then I said, you know, I didn't put everything into her. I said, me. And I said, the way I try, I trying to say what I, I'm trying to say, what I feel is this. And then I express, you know. I feel like you haven't, you know, done this, but this is because that is the way I feel the thing should be done that way. But I said, now I understand that that's only me, that you don't have to do this, the things that I, the way I think they are supposed to be done. So that's why I feel like this, but it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. So I said, so you, no. you might do your, you might, um, do this the same thing that we're talking about in a different way and that doesn't mean that it's incorrect or that you are not growing because in yeah. the past I kind of say that like oh you're not growing because you're not doing the same things I'm doing I like meditate I, you know I love like doing my affirmations doing you know like being conscious and aware and all these things and I say oh she's not doing it so she's not growing mm-hmm. but now since I went into my house like um, is that true you know, mm-hmm. I said, is that really true? Is she, not growing? Is, is she not growing? And I'm like, no, she's just growing at her own pace. So I, I guess that's the way that I've been kind of like trying to deal. I still get them, you know, and I still get like that burst. But I'm like, okay, I feel it because I know it, but I don't want to go into there because I have a choice. So I was like, oh, what if I led my, oh, and one of the things I, I did in, in the retreat that it was super powerful that Jimena suggested is that I wrote, write a letter for myself, but for my heart, for my ego, for my uh, body. And, and I did. And I told all of them, I said, hey, the heart is taking over. The heart from now on, the heart is going to be leading. It's not going to be the ego. It's not going to be the mind. It's not going to be the body. The heart needs to be leading because we already tried your way and it's not working. You know, and mm-hmm. I thank you and blah, blah, blah. So I did all this. Letter. It would be amazing if you one day you share in your podcast. Because maybe even if people don't do ayahuasca, maybe if they do this, like I think it can change the world. But anyway, because yeah. it changed mine. So that's why I always go back now to that place. 
That's a lovely practice. Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying, you know, it's not always perfect, but I'm just trying to get in, into that. No, yeah. no, it's beautiful. You, you're definitely doing the integration part. Um, that that's what it takes, right? Um, I was talking to one of my clients yesterday in his integration, and I said to him, the most important part of working with plant medicine is eventually at the end is have the ability to witness ourselves in third person and be able to watch our reactions, our response, our behavior, our thoughts. Um, and then, and then kind of like take a moment before we even respond, like, you know, the difference respond and reaction is when I respond, I had a moment to digest my response. When I react, I had no time whatsoever. I just react. And there is times that we do just react because it is a uh, fight or flight, right? Especially when we feel threatened or when we feel unsafe, which, you know, sometimes we do. And that's part of life. Um, but I think also having the courage to come back and say, hey, I'm sorry, I reacted and I shouldn't do that, then that also teaches us something. So it's constantly going through like that education process that we're here to do at the end of the day. Like I was telling that to my client yesterday, I said, it's a never ending game. Um, we either, we have options, we either enjoy it or we're miserable in the process. And if we enjoy it is one of those things that we can bring so many people along, um, and then educate them and teach them. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you so much. Um, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So going back to the three ceremonies that you guys did, uh, what was, your top highlight of your ceremonies you know i know i'm sure one each one of you has like a moment where it's just like this is like the top <laughs> this is like if i could relive that again i will just go and relive it again what was that moment for you in your your ceremonies was it the first one the second one the third one why don't you share with with our audience you go gonzalo so <laughs> night three oh my goodness for those of you who don't know at least angela the master that we work with she has a big fat cup that's like at <laughs> least that wide for those of you who can't see i apologize but it's a fat cup and it's deep too and the medicine has a very interesting taste so she basically fills the cup and she's like has me the cup and I'm like all right there's gonna be I, I thought we were supposed to have the easiest ceremony that we weren't gonna go too deep it's night three you know we gotta leave <laughs> we gotta leave the next day nope she's like here you go drink it up so I'm like cool I, I tried sipping on it because there was no way I could like cock my head back do like one drink so oh well kind of sipped on it a little bit it was disgusting the whole way through and then after that I'm like cool there we go cheers and it ended up a good portion of the beginning i don't know what happened or what took over me but he men and eduardo were like you just kept repeating god 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 in connection 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 god 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 in connection god in connection and which is funny because i saw a giant puzzle in through my eyes and i'm like oh if something moves here something moves there and it was just like one giant thing so then I was just deciphering a giant puzzle in my mind. And every every maybe 10 seconds, the puzzle would just reset. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to be faster. So then I was just in a good, cool loop where I'm like, okay, I need to undo this puzzle that's going to reset every 10 seconds. And I don't remember what it's like, but I can see everything moving all at once. So I'm like, all right, this wow. is freaking me out a little bit, but I, I know I need to complete this puzzle. If not, I can't break through this. Mm -hmm. so that's what happened and then cool completed it and the stuckness emotion ended up taking on like a life of its own per the shaman or the master that we were working with and we we worked all three ceremonies to so like hey night one we're gonna like tackle it night two we're gonna tackle it then night three is like hey we're gonna remove it so i'm like cool great whatever that looks like and I ended up not drinking water since like three o'clock because I ended up taking a nap at four, woke up at like right before ceremony. And then I'm like, I don't want to drink water right before ceremony because then it's going to mess. It's going to dilute the experience. So then I'm like, cool, I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to sit with it. 
So I'm dry. And I connect with the jungle and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm just as dry as you right now because it hadn't rained in a while. So I'm like, wow, I'm super dry. You're super dry. And the jungle is like, yes, yes, super we dry. are. And then I hear like, <laughs> then it was like the Peruvian god of rain showed up and it's like, I will give you water. Like in the most super awesome dramatic way. It's like, I will give you water. And then it just starts pouring water. And I'm like, this is awesome. I don't have water with me, but yeah, if not, I'd be drinking with you. And so yeah, it, it just starts pouring. And it's all like, it is not your fault for what's been within you. So therefore, I shall now remove it for you. And I'm like, what? And it just like, and I'm like, wow, that feels great. And then I started, that was like the last time I purged from like the depths of my soul. And so I'm kind of just sitting there, eyes open a little bit. And the maloca has like these netting window things. But so it's just like pitch black. And then in that thunderstorm, like everything, it was like, boom, it was like a flash of light would just drop every time there was lightning. And I'm like, this is so cool. I'm like, this looks like out of a movie. So then I'd close my eyes and then go in. And then I basically saw the formation of some land unfolding. And I connected with the spirits of the land. And it's like, yep, this is what it is. And then it's like, we're going to, he's like, we, we remove this. He's like, we're going to do this whole thing. He, he's like, we're going to do a ceremony. I'm going to show you the creation of this and the whole aspect of that. And I'm like, this is lovely. To the point that the ceremony ended up closing about 10 minutes ago. I'm still peeking. And I'm like, wow, I'm still here. And then I'm like, guys, are we still in ceremony? And they're like, no, we closed already. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, it hasn't closed for me. <laughs> I'm like, it hasn't closed for me. But I was having such a great time where I was. And then it was funny because then I was like a mix in my body and a mix not in my body. So he meant starts like making the beds. And she's like, hey, I need you to like come back into your body. And she like physically like helps me ground. And then I'm like, I need to go outside. I need some water. And then, cool, I sit outside, like, the maloca, just waiting for while she does the bed while I try to get myself to drink some water. So then I ended up just holding the water, like, kind of with the rain and a little bit with, like, a canteen. And I just connect with it. And I hear, I gave this water to you because I, mm. I was still in the medicine. So I'm like, I gave this water for you. And then, like, it was, like, one cup. And I just connect that I put so much love and intention. And I'm like, I only need this one cup to help with the dehydration and everything that I'm feeling right now. And I end up drinking that cup. And I'm like, that was the that was best beautiful. cup. Oh, thank you. I'm like, that's the best cup of water I've ever had in my life. <laughs> wow. Like, it was cold. It was perfect. Drink it. And then I end up, I'm like, it was so good. I'm like, can I capture lightning in a bottle twice? And then there was like a lightning flash that just goes off. And I'm like all right, that's a sign. I'm going to have more water. <laughs> so I ended up drinking more water. Then I'm like, that, that was literally the best water I've ever had in my life. And I'm kind of waiting there. And then I'm just trying to like get myself back in my body as I'm like still going, sitting with some medicine outside the Maloca. I end up going inside shortly after. And then another one was like, hey, are, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm even inside, no. Never throw someone else there with you. You know, you have to do things by yourself. I asked him, hey, man, are you good? Are you? Can you help me? Can you, are you? He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was like, hey, can you take me to the bathroom? And he's like, silence. And I'm like, is it too difficult to answer that? And he's like, I actually can't, man. Sorry. And I'm like, what? You just say you you were okay. I was like, I was like, he doesn't want to take me out because it's raining. And he's going to, and I was like, okay. So then I'm there by myself. And then I was like, you have to get out. And I was really steep, still in the journey. I was still in the medicine. Oh, wow. I know. That was funny. <laughs> and so oh, for one moment, God. I felt nice and strong. I'm like, yeah, I can do anything. And then I tried getting up and I'm like, my body is not cooperating with me right now. I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> and he's all like, oh, my goodness. He's all like, I got to go out there all on my own. But yeah, no, night, th night three easily would, if I could relive that ceremony, I would do it again. It was so lovely, so wonderful, because again, what, like the release, the puzzle, the reset, and then like meeting those aspects of the land, it was absolutely gorgeous. And I'm highly grateful and blessed to have experienced that. 
Thank you. Yeah, that was that was a that was a very intense, powerful ceremony. There was a moment. I don't know if I told this to Eduardo, but there was a moment. I think it was after we stopped playing the instruments with Luna that I just sat on my on my seat, and all of you were sitting and the maestra, and there was just the rain, and all of you left the space, like your soul. Uh, Gonzalo, Eduardo, the maestra, Luna, like you guys were gone, 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 gone. I don't know where you guys went. I don't know what you guys were doing, but it was just bodies in the Maloca. That was all because uh, the rain was like this, this uh, spell of sound that came in into every single one of you and just transported you to like another place. So, yeah, that was That was pretty, pretty intense. That was amazing too. Like the lightning and the shaking of the ground. Uh, that was, that was pretty unreal. Remember that. Oh, yeah, the ground, like the, the thunders were so loud, Eduardo, that really? it made the Maloca shake. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like... I don't even think I remember the, the thunders. Yeah. No, you, you, you weren't. That's what I'm saying. Like you weren't even in your body. Like you weren't mm -hmm. even there. Um, because that's what happens when you are completely gone. You you lose the connection to the physical world and then you just go to to the ethereal. But yeah, it was it was one of those things that I was like, wow, a spirit is like intense. Like the presence of spirit that day on that third ceremony was powerful. Like I was just like, whoa. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Thank you for sharing, Gonzalo. What about yeah, you, Eduardo? Thank you, what was your well, thank you? What was your 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 top. I think my highlight is gonna be the first one. Yeah, the, yeah, the first ceremony. I mean, I still feel it now. I still and I, and I love that I can rem re remember it because I oh, yeah. kind of like I, I like to tap into that because what I experienced was lots of joy, so much joy. I think like like a child. Uh, I that that was when I was like laughing like this. I was just no, it's not laughing. It's smiling. I mean, from time to time I would laugh, right? That that ceremony, I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and uh, my my mouth was so open. I was just like, ah, enjoying so much and so happy. But I also felt like in unity with everything. Uh, I felt I experienced so many colors. I the way I describe it is kind of like a like um. Oh, you know, like IMAX, like IMAX movies. Have you gone yeah. to like those screens that are like this, are like like round shape? Yeah. So I I saw kind of like that, but then lots of colors going, like lots of colors. But I I don't the shape. I mean that I'm I barely kind of remember. I'm not sure if it was that. It's kind of like a rectangle, but then every rectangle had a different color, and they were moving all at the same pace, but everything in unison. So everything made oh, sense. Wow. Everything made sense, made, made sense, made sense, made sense. And then I would I would have like a light coming, like a, a beam of light coming from the top. And then I was kind of like a satellite, like like this open. And then, you know, with the center and then it would come and then right through it. And then wow. every time it would feed it, it would feed all my body. And wow. even I was, because I was sitting like this, you know, So when I put my hands on my lap, kind of like this, my there was so much energy going in through. I could see kind of like, I mean, I didn't see my veins and like everything, but I would feel like every single part, it has like energy flowing in that sense, like the same in light, so much, so much, so much. So when I put my hands here, I couldn't, I, I would do this. I was like, oh, because oh, it was connecting. That's, that's why you were, that's that's why why you were thinking. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And in the first ceremony, the maestra, when she starts singing, is that. I have the, still the tonality, I can feel it. And my body, I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. So I was like, this is life. And I felt that I was like doing this. I was like, And I was just like, it was great. I think, and my mind thought like, they're going to think you're crazy or you're going like really bad. But it was beautiful. I was just like, yes. I was like, and my, and my body was shaking like this, my hips. I was like, kind of like it was dancing. 
Wow. It's just like, it just brings me so much joy because I just remember it. And my legs were like this, you know, it was like my feet on the floor, but like, like this, folded. And my knees were doing this at some point when she was singing. They were like feeling yeah. the vibration, but they were like boom, 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 boom. They were like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was just like, oh, oh, oh so good. And I was moving my head uh, so much that I thought like, I was going to hurt my neck. Because sometimes when I fall asleep, when I fall asleep like this, you know how I, you, you, you feel mm-hmm. like you, your neck hurting. Yeah. But and I said, my, so my conscious was like, don't move your head so much. But then I didn't have the control because I was going like this. I was like, like so much, you know, all the way back. And I was like, oh, but then, you know, when I went more back, like I would connect more because I, mm. I don't know why. I don't know how to describe it, but I was just like this. And we just opened up more. And I was just feeling like here and oh my God, so much light and so much joy and so much happiness and peace and I was just like everything is unity I was even thinking to myself so then what is money for <laughs> so how's money in this world I was just thinking how's money in this world I was like how is like the physical things in this world and I I mean I guess in that moment or I don't know if I did lose this after but something kind of like told me no like everything is is one like you don't have to put something different like money is not different friendship is not different love is not different peace is not different everything is here you are it and that moment i just felt like in unity with everything everything my whole body my whole like my whole being like the universe and i guess i was just connected to that in that sense i guess all the colors it was all the stars and then i saw obviously like then more and more and more i saw a lot of things i can i don't we don't have the time and you know, I don't even know how to describe it, but I saw kind of like the galaxies and, you know, just like everything, oh. lights coming in. Like, it was so beautiful. It was so amazing. Um, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. So that was my first one. <laughs> amazing. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And um, I remember when I was facilitating your first ceremony and I was watching you dance uh, sometimes you move like a snake. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, like sometimes you will move like this. Oh. And like you will move, you sway from like left to right with like that curve of the snake. Oh. And that was the medicine dancing in your body. Uh, the light that you were talking about that is coming in, it was actually like penetrating through your crown and your third eye. And it was filling you up and it was doing all of those things. So, you know, um, what a wonderful experience to have to be your first ceremony. And, yeah. you know, the result of your ceremony or your first ceremony it speaks of like the excitement of the openness that you had to begin with. Right. Sometimes I tell people that have never sat with the medicine before and they're going to sit with the medicine the first time. I always tell them not knowing what to expect is a blessing in the sky because you don't know. So you have no expectations whatsoever. So whatever happens, you know, whatever happens is going to be amazing because you do not have expectations. Once you do it the second time, then that changes a little bit. And then when you do it more times, then then that's when you experience the highs and lows of, of the medicine. And then that's when you learn how to navigate the medicine. So that was really, really wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for sharing the space with me and sharing your experiences. This was wonderful. Um, there's so many um, beautiful insights in, in this podcast, in this episode. So I'm, I'm really, really happy with the results. And of course, having you both um, in the space and sharing space with me is always lovely. Uh, I miss our time in the jungle and in Peru. So that was really nice. Uh, Before we close, um, what is one thing that you want to invite our listeners um, for this new year from your heart? Something that, you know, that if you're listening to this is for a reason. It's not a coincidence that you're here listening to our experiences or you might be following um, Shaman Flora for a while and then you are in the verge kind of deciding or you have fear. And I guess I just want to invite you to do the things 
do the things that you, your soul, your heart knows you want to do. Because in that, when you feel that and when you're looking constantly into that, it's sometimes it's not even you. You know, it's your inner self guiding you and taking you into that direction. We resist, right? And then we resist our body or our mind or our ego resists in different ways. It can be fear, it can be uncertainty, it can be um, other things, right? And most of the times it's because we're living thinking about what other people are going to think about us if we do something. I mean, something of this magnitude too. Like I am fortunate to have my, my family that always supports me in everything that I do. You know, my mom, my mom was like, you're going to, okay, take care of yourself. God bless you. Having a beautiful experience. That's it. But not, not all the families are like that, you know, and that's okay. So I invite you to take a moment with yourself and be like, what are those things that I'm being putting up, you know, for you, for your growth, personal growth or self-development. And if you need help and, like I'm not, I'm not ashamed to see to say yes. I went to do ayahuasca, but I don't see it as a drug. That's the difference. So everything that you want to do, it depends how you see it. So don't give a fuck if other people think something different. To be honest, you know, my brother told me, oh no, you you say you don't do drugs, but for him that's a drug. For me, it's not a drug. For me, it was a beautiful ceremony. For me, it was a connection with an spirit, with a plant. But then I, I learned, right? So. Do what your heart, follow your heart. But to follow your heart, you need to be in silence. So give yourself that gift. Hmm. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll say two quick things. One, be responsible for everything. No one's coming to save you. And if you're responsible, yes, it might be overwhelming at first, but it gives you the option to be free and to truly be free hmm. because then you have the ability to do something about it as opposed to this is Jimena's fault, this is Eduardo's fault, this is whoever's fault. And two, everything's a choice. Even the things that we feel are a must, I choose to follow through with it. I choose my commitments. I choose all of it. And the power of choice gives me the ability and the power because it's like sometimes I may not want to choose my commitments. But that's the beautiful part mm. that when I choose it, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm a slave to it. I feel like I'm sovereign and I have the power. Wow. And by giving myself the power, I, I can now execute and I'm like, cool, I choose this. I'm in ownership of what's about to unfold. And if I don't get the result I want, I chose that. That's very powerful. Wow. Before we go, can I say something? Before yes, we go, yes, yes, we're going to give a shout out to all Shaman Flora team, Jimena, guys. Really was the experience wouldn't have been what it was without them. Thank you to all the workers, mm -hmm. to Jimena, to La Maestra, to the facilitators, even, even the jungle itself. Thank you so much for everything that you do, Jimena, because honestly, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of effort. Like you put a lot of energy and the energy is our um, major currency, you know, and then you give it to us, you know, so much love. So, Really, thank you because without you and without putting you all this work that like you're putting in, all this energy, uh, this wouldn't happen. You know, all these people wouldn't be uh, affected, and you know, my life wouldn't have changed the way it's been changing. My awareness, everything, and obviously Gonzalez too. But uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Like it was amazing, and you know, like I'm so so grateful. So thank you. Okay, so I just want to say thank you to all the team. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Eduardo. That's very special. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I do it with a lot of love and I do it with a lot of service. So thank you so much. I appreciate those words. Okay, well, now, with that being said, <laughs> um, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for everything. And again, for those that are listening, um, if you guys have any questions, uh, to Eduardo or Gonzalo, you can post it, um, in the comment section of the podcast, or, um, I don't know if you guys want people to know your Instagram so they can find you. Um, my handle is vegan cooking mastery. Um, I think they can, you know, they can just reach out and if they have any questions or they want to just me to, you know, just 
answer anything for them or just share a little bit more about what I went through. If they're in the verge of knowing if they want to do, you know, uh, plant medicine or not, and I can share just what I experienced with them. Like, no problem. I would love to people to help them, you know. I'm not an expert, obviously. I'm just going to share my experience. <laughs> so for that, go to Jimena, but just to share my experience and help you, give you support. <laughs> I'm here for you, 100%. <laughs> Thank you. And what about you, know, what about you, Gonzalo? Would you like people to know your handle? Yeah. G-O-N-Z-A-L-O-I-S-H-I-M. There you go. Oh, that's, easy so if you, <laughs> that's easy to remember. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if any of you that are listening have any questions at all um, to them personally, you can find them on Instagram. If not, you can always um, email me at info at Shamanflora or find me at Shamanflora on Instagram. I'm always there to answer any questions that you guys may have. Once again, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your weekend. And I'll see you all on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And the rest of the year. Thank you for joining us on this magical voyage. Your presence means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your preferred platform and catch our next episode next Wednesday. Your support spreads the wisdom of plant medicine far and wide. And remember to connect with our community on Instagram, join our Facebook group at Shaman Flora, or visit our website for exclusive content and resources at shamanflora.com. Until next Wednesday, and friends, stay inspired, stay connected, and let the healing power of the plants illuminate your path. Many blessings to you, and thank you for being part of the Shamanflora family.